It's your favorite super duper mother-daughter duo coming to you with all the positive vibes and helping you become exactly who you want to be. We're giving out all the good stuff on this podcast and it's your host Tekoa and Nasera. So grab your mug because it's time for tea. Hi everyone. It's time for tea. I'm Tekoa. And I'm Nasera. And today we're going to be talking about depression. That is our episode title for today, Today. depression. So we're going to get into what depression is, what are some symptoms of depression, and what are some causes. I am going to hit you with the definition of depression. So what is depression? Depression is feelings of severe despondency and dejection, meaning it's a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and a loss of interest, a Mm. feeling of lowliness. Okay, so if you dealt with depression, you can kind of relate to those those words and those adjectives that kind of describe your mood when you're feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so symptoms of depression. Symptoms include feelings of sadness, tearfulness, emptiness, hopelessness, angry outbursts, irritability or frustration, even over small matters, loss of interest in most activities, sleep disturbances, tiredness, reduced appetite, anxiety, slow thinking, feelings of worthlessness, trouble concentrating, frequent thoughts of death, and an unexplained physical ailment or problem. Okay? So those are the wide range of symptoms that you can come across when you're dealing with depression. So many things. Um, Can you give us some of the causes? Like, what are some causes of depression? Okay, some causes of depression is, one, biological differences. People with depression appears to have physical changes in their brains. So biological differences. Brain chemistry. Um, And what this is, is um, neurotransmitters are naturally occurs in the brain chemical that likely plays a role in depression. So like a chemical imbalance. Mm -hmm. Um, Hormones, as a lot of more women with hormones, um, you know, these are changes in the body that um, changes your hormone, which can change your mood, Um, thyroid, um, premenstruation you know, um, pregnancy, postpartum um, depression. So these are things of hormone changes that can cause depression um, and, and inherit You can inherit the trait, which means it's in your bloodline. Yeah. I, so I these know. are some, some causes of depression. Do you think it's possible that if you see somebody in your family like deal with depression that you can be like, okay, this is normal to kind of shut down after something. Like it transfers over, like you pick yeah. that thing up. It, it, I mean, yes, I think you could. Just like yeah. you pick up bad habit. You can pick Scientists up. Scientists are trying to find like the gene, if there's like a particular gene that, that aligns with depression. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say one more thing. Like, I'm not sure if this is the cause, but I have a theory that the cause of repeated episodes of depression could actually be because you built the habit of being depressed. Like when something upsets you or when you're going through a, a moment of sadness, you you let it take over you kind of, and you like just go full mode depressed. And so mm-hmm. then when something similar happens, your brain tells you, okay, it's time to shut down now. It's like fight or flight. That's your mm-hmm. flight, you know, go-to is to shut down and like be depressed. Okay. Because that's something that you've, you've adapted to. 
Yeah. Or you're used to. You're used to. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know instantly like when I'm going through something, um, and I'm starting to feel like depression coming on, I'll mm-hmm. like want to sleep a lot. You know, I just, I just mm-hmm. want to shut down and sleep. I'm like, I just want to eat snacks and healthy sugary foods and stuff like that. Um, and I'm like really irritated. And, but if I catch it, if I literally say, uh oh, what's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you depressed? You know, and even my daughter has has noticed it. Like I was eating a pack of Oreos and she's like, is this depression? Is this is this what depression looks like? I'm like, girl, shut up. But honestly, yeah, I was in a low moment and she sensed mm-hmm. that from me just, you know, not really lounging out and munching on things that's outside of my norm. And she sensed that. So that made me aware, like, oh my gosh, maybe this is a habit I've developed, you know, as much as it is something that was passed down through genetics or something I picked up in life, it could have been developed as a habit. Correct. It could, it could have been developed as a habit. Now, what we have to remember also is um, depression is a medical condition. Yeah. So we can't override it as just a simple, like we did, oh, you're just down or sad. It is actually a medical condition. And some people at different levels the depression is more um, severe, severe. Yes. So, and I was listening to um, someone stating, letting me know that depression is the leading cause of disability in the world. And 10% of the Americans suffer from depression in the United States. Yeah. So I can see that it's like a disorder. Yeah. The way they treat depression though, let's get into the way it's treated. So when you have depression, it's recommended that you see a therapist, yeah. someone who you can vent to and talk about your emotions and work things out. Because when you're depressed, you really can't work things out. And also there are, so sometimes, you know, you're going through sadness and you can link it to something. Depression is harder to link to what's going on. It's harder to realize what the trigger was, you know, so mm-hmm. like, why am I sad? And you really have to dig deep. That's why you go to therapy. So you can find out what is it that got me to this point? What's holding me back? So the, the, um, the treatment for it is therapy, talking to someone, meeting with someone, but the other treatment is also medication. Yes. And do you know why they give you medication? It's, it's basically to like, sort of like, I don't want to say sedate, but it's almost sedate. to, huh? I did, but it's not, I want to just, just to like mellow you out. No, it's the opposite of like a mellow out. So they give you a, they'll give you something that'll bring you up. They'll give you something that'll give you a dopamine rush. Oh, so that means that depression could be fixed with higher dopamine, you know, uh, reactors, higher mm-hmm. dopamine, you know, reactions going off in your brain. Um, that's just, I know I was looking it up and I was like, oh, well, if they're giving you medicine so that you can just have a, a higher dopamine rush in your brain then it literally means that through depression, if you do things to make you happy and you, you go out and you forcefully build your dopamines up, then you can kind of help yourself get out of an episode faster. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. So I was like, oh, when I found that out, they're giving them medicine that's helping with dopamines. They're literally just giving them something to give them a little bit of energy and a little bit of happiness so they can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I was like, that's pretty cool. So, and literally one of the things that can help with dopamine is if you just force a smile. I remember one time I was like so depressed and so sad. And in my mind, I'm like, you should smile. You know, smiling and laughing helps make you feel better. But I was just like, I want to be here. 
I want to be depressed. I'm not going to smile. I'm not going to watch anything, you know, funny or hilarious. I don't want to laugh right now. I want to be here. And that's Mm -hmm. just my personal experience. So let's get into going into that. Let's get into our personal experiences with depression. Um, So is it safe to talk about the genetic aspect of it? Yes. Because okay, we so, had we had a episode, I think the first one or two, the first beginning generational that we, curses, yeah. Yes. So we did already talk about it. it. So you can get into you can get into that again. I know um depression is something that runs on your father's side, the paternal side of side your family. family. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so let's talk about that. So how did you deal with depression? Were you depressed growing up as a kid? Did you get it in adulthood? like what happened yes I think um it was it was in me as a kid all the way through um adulthood so I had um suffered from you know different kinds of depression you know um the sadness the feeling low and everything and um then as I got older I found out that it was a trait that has actually been in my family on my father's side um from my my uncle letting me know that, you know, through his mother. And I'm like, oh, so, so, you know, even though depression is, you know, we can go through depression with when times are bad and times are, um, we had a bad day or, or things aren't going well, or we're in a situation we're not happy because depression isn't like, also like, oh my God, I'm just depressed and I'm in this hole for weeks. Some depression or you just went through a bad time. Yeah. You had a crash. Um, you just had, you know, things didn't go today. Wasn't a good day. So I'm a little down, but when you're talking about medical condition, depression, that's where you are in this slum for weeks and months of, of, of this depression. Now you're, now you're transitioning into not just being sad, but you're like in this dark hole, this and everything around you is dark. So um, when I, you know, was raising my, you all, and I was having kids and, you know, I went through that whole depression of just everything around me was, was gray. And the funny thing is I saw this commercial where this woman was looking out the window and outside of her window, her husband, her children, actually, they're actually playing it now, but that was almost 30, 30 years ago. Um, you know, this woman was looking out her window and it was just gray outside of her window. Um, and so her fam, her children were playing, her husband was out there happy, but all she saw was gray. So I really, I could relate to that because that's how I felt like it was like a, a, um, a gray cloud. And, um, you know, it was nothing that was making me happy because I wasn't in a place of feeling fulfilled. So it was just a gloom. And I remember praying and asking God to take this thing away because it almost felt, um, it, it, it felt like a heavy burden that was on you that you couldn't shake. Um, nothing could get it off. You smile, you know, you pretend you happy for a minute, but then you go back into the slum because it's really like you're masking this thing. So, you know, I remember praying and crying out like, God, please take this thing off of me. And I remember feeling that burden off of me where now I get down or sad, but I'm not in this dark, dark place per se, you know, I can get there and I know this. So now I'm more sensitive to depression because I came out of how it holds you prison 
that I don't ever want to really go back there. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember times raising you all when I came back from LA to Maryland, where, you know, I was at a job I didn't like, you know, and just working and unhappy and wanting to a better life and just felt like I was in a, um, just not progressing like I wanted. So I remember like sleeping a lot because that was a sense of, of my depression. It was like, if I sleep it away, then tomorrow will be a better day, you know? So that is also part of, you know, the things that I deal with, with the, when I was dealing with depression is just, I'm just going to sleep it away and hope that tomorrow will be a better day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now I'm a little different because now I allow myself to, if I get sad to get sad, but I want to get out of that sadness because I know how it's easy to get trapped and help into this, that depression where it just holds you as a prisoner. So, so that's my, you know, story of how, what's going on, how depression is really, and it's a day to day. It's you literally fighting this, but I have things that I help combat it, listening to um, upbeat music, looking at um, comedy. So I now know that there's a, a tactic, something that I could use to flip that thing around, taking a walk, going out, you know, doing something that's going to, like you said, increase my dopamine that makes me happy mm-hmm. so that I can flip that thing and change it. Yes. So that's what makes me say that maybe it's related to the habit of being sad, the habit of being lowly, because like how you say now, when you, you let yourself feel sadness, but you don't let yourself get to the point where you're in a, a episode of depression you know, now you have to kind of control it. And the same with me, you know, I have to realize what's happening and say, um, no, and, not and, today. And yeah. react quickly because it will take you down. And, and because we've been through it, we know how easy this thing can zap Rip you. everything away from you instantly. And you're looking up a week later in this funk of sadness. It's like, whoa. So I just refuse to allow that thing to... Um, take full control of me. And, you know, I want the control. Can we talk about like, how long was your episode? Yeah. Can we talk about the level oh, of time? Girl. Cause I feel like that can, that can really, somebody can relate to that. Somebody can be delivered by the length of time of the episode. Okay. So there's different, like when I had you all, I did bouts of it. So it would be like, two weeks it would be a month it would be you know it's it's six months it when I cried out to God it was almost like every day was a trial of trying to make myself happy and make myself um be the mother and do the things that I had to do there was a lot of demands on me as a mother with as a young mother with three kids so um that itself it's 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 not like it was boom one day no it was like a year of being down and I you know I got tired of just living this sad life like so that's when I had to cry out so it's not it's it's stages it was stages yeah at the beginning it was stages so it's not like oh yeah we just wake up sad and tomorrow you're you're happy no it was like months weeks year of, of of battling with this thing that was a, a very um, dark force that literally wanted to hold me down and keep me almost a prisoner of it. So, 
And now it's it's now now that I I know what it is, it's now like I'm going to give myself a few days and then I'm out of it. You know, I'm going to give your I'm going to allow you to deal with whatever this is. And then I want you out by the next day. So now I give myself time to feel whatever the sorrow, the pain, the disappointment. But I need to hurry up and pull myself out because I know how easy it is to like literally be trapped. Yeah, it's easy to get stuck. Ooh, and it's and it's and then it's hard to get back out because you 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 dug yourself so deep into this this rut of sorrow and disappointment and darkness and um and it's just it's just it's an evil it's it's, it's an evil disease mm-hmm. between that Alzheimer and dementia that depression That's is a very evil disease. Yeah, I will also say um, just another hypothesis um, maybe dealing with that that depression it's hard to get out of too because when you go to people and you explain your say like people you know nowadays I know for sure they don't really listen to you you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying everyone wants to give you advice and try to fix things but sometimes you really just need an ear to listen so that you can work through your problems and stuff mm-hmm. like that so that's why therapy is highly recommended because these are paid listeners like yeah. <laughs> they are paid listeners they will let you get it all off your chest but that I know for me like now in my life when I'm feeling something and I say it it's an instant release you know Mm -hmm. but if I'm if I think something you know I want to talk to this person about that or I'm feeling this way but I hold it in I can feel it being like suppressed and sitting there and kind of bothering me constantly but Mm -hmm. when I say things and I get things off my chest and I'm able to talk and work it out loud it makes me instantly feel better so maybe mm-hmm. like we need to be in a society where we're more open to hearing people's stories. We're more open to, to looking at other people besides ourselves and kind of picking up on their attitudes. I know I'm extremely empathetic. Like I'll ask somebody, how are you doing? And they're like, I'm okay. And I'm like, no, you're not. You know, let's talk about it. <laughs> you're clearly not. I can sense something's going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to be more open to feeling that energy of what's going on. I feel you're in a low place right now. Is there anything I can do to help you get better? Even if it's just checking up on you daily, you know, yeah. even if it's, you know, looking, so we have to start looking outside of ourselves and being the help that people need. Sometimes I'm not saying go out here and save the world, but I am saying if you know somebody and they're dealing with depression, then you know, be more open to understanding them. Like I had a guy who just recently talked about his best friend dying because of suicide. Wow. Yeah. And that's because he was just in a funk for so long and, you know, he just couldn't get out of it. And Mm -hmm. it always makes you think like, could I have done something? Could I, should I have been there more? Is there anything I could have helped with? Should I have gotten him therapy? Should I have referred a therapist? Should I have, you know, so it's always like these other, these other alternatives that you're thinking of, and I'll go into when I was depressed, like I wanted to end my life when I had my daughter. I was just like, there is a baby in my house all the time and mm-hmm. there's no help. It's just me. And this is not what I thought life would be like. And that goes into postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. I should have researched that because for some reason, after you have a baby, your hormones are just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's like your period times 10. Like I was just do random outbursts of crying. I hated going to work. When I went back to work, it was like so hard to readjust, um, trying to find people to watch her for me. Like just all this stuff was not planned out at all. And I was just like so overwhelmed with mm. everything. And then one day I just had to realize like, you have to live life. Like I started hanging out with friends. It's like, my life doesn't end. You know, yeah. in my head, I was saying, your life is over. There's no more. Like she's what, 11 now? 
Like, your life does not end because of a baby, because of a lack of assistance, because of, you know, whatever you're thinking is going on, because you had to drop out of school. Your life doesn't end. There's still more to life. So, you know, that was my my deepest, darkest episode. Um, my current episodes are like, I'll just be triggered by something and I'll just get extremely like tired. And I'll, I'll be laying down in bed, like watching a show or something for like the second day in a row. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is different. Like, what are you doing? Are you okay? And then it's like, nope, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm going through something and I need to go jog or do exercise and get mm-hmm. myself up. You know, I need to eat chocolate cake and build my dopamine because I'm going through something right now. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a self-awareness that comes with it. Like, what yeah. am I really feeling? And like I said, it's okay because if you say, oh, you're sad again, or this really hurts you and you dig yourself deeper into that, that depression, like grave, because it really just has you in such a low place. If you keep digging yourself in there, it's going to be almost impossible to get yourself out. So when you notice it, notice it, why am I feeling this way? What happened? What can I do to alleviate some of this stress I'm dealing with? Some of this tension, you know, some of this lowly energy, what can I do and try to get yourself out? Um, so let's get into the apply. So we went over teaching, went over empowering. Let's get over apply. What can we do about depression? So I just went over a few things like be aware, alleviate yourself. Do you have anything else for us? I I just wanted to go through real quick the the different types of some types, different types of depression. Okay. Cause I touched on postpartum. Go ahead. Yeah. Because there's major depression. Um, Persistent depressive disorder. There's bipolar disorder, which has a part of depression that with that. So there's um, psychotic depression, um, postpartum, like Tacoa said, and major depressive disorder with seasonal patterns. Um, and I know I, you know, <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah. I go through that. Um, the only time I didn't really go through that was last year, 2020, when COVID hit. I guess I was in shock and it just went right out the door, but I know that when um, I know July is coming, I used to get so down because I knew that September was coming and then fall was coming and then winter was coming. So I would go through a sorrow of like a separation. (laughs) I would go through this sad separation of summer, like it's leaving, you know, so, and, and I felt it, I felt it every year of this um this sadness of of someone is departing from me this thing that i love is leaving me you know the long days the warm nights and so um you know so i know i'm a person and, and you know one of the things they said that would help is a light um having a lot of light around the house because what it is is that we're lacking that sun that light that our body needs to make us happy. And I know that that affects me, even when it's um, cloudy outside, that affects my mood. Like, I'm like, I don't know why I just don't have the energy right now. And then I'll look outside and be like, no sun. No. So definitely that is something that a lot of people, and as I gotten older, cause I didn't remember having that when I was younger. It's only as I gotten older that I realized when the season changed, I get sad when that summer's leaving. It's a it's a farewell goodbye of sadness. Yeah, I pretty much go into like hibernation once winter comes. Like I do, I sleep a lot more often. 
mm-hmm. and a lot longer and I'm not really mm-hmm. motivated. Like I think as soon as the weather started warming up, I'm outside jogging, mm-hmm. me and Tara go and play tennis. Like I just feel like a new person. It's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, ah, finally. And even You're during the winter time, I had to, I had to take a trip. Like I took a trip to Florida because I'm just like, I need to get some sun, some heat. This is driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. So I had to get away. So seasonal yeah. depression is definitely real. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on is I thought it was quite funny that they call it an episode, a depressed depression episode. Have you heard that? No. So they call it when you go through depression for like a week or two weeks or something like that, they call it you're having an episode. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's so that's so unique because think of yourself when you're depressed and think of if you had a hidden camera somewhere mm-hmm. watching you, watching mm-hmm. this episode you're going through compared to your regular self, you know, compared to that you that's, that's stuck in there somewhere. Yeah. You know, imagine if you had a camera watching and wouldn't that just be, you know, magnificent to see that as an episode, you know, I thought that was really unique that they called it that because I can only, I can only imagine how I look compared to my regular (laughs) self when I'm depressed, you know, like, like I told you, I really don't like wearing sweatpants, but I wear sweatpants and a hoodie and I'm like curled up under the blankets mm-hmm, with like mm-hmm. Twinkies and chips all over the bed. And it's just like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. You know, lack of motivation. Yeah. It's like, I'll even let the dog in the bed. He's not even allowed in the bed. It's like, I just want to snuggle and <laughs> do nothing. Bring the heater in here and let me just live in this blanket. So yeah, I thought it was so weird. Cause I'm like, I can only imagine what that episode looks like. <laughs> Um, the episode is a hot mess. Hot mess. It's I don't even mess. have to look at it. I know it's a hot mess of of just. I probably don't even shower as often. Like I used nothing to take three no, showers. You don't feel like it. People don't shower. People don't, don't eat. change clothes. They don't. Um, well, I I really don't think I had that problem. I, I just I. You just don't feel like doing anything. Yeah, but um, and it's, it's unfortunate because like you you can lose your job. You know, you can ruin relationships. Like, you know, it's just, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. And, and, you know, truly there are, that's why they said it's a, a disease because um, it's a, because what happens is people actually are on disability um, um, because of that, because this thing cripples you, can cripple you so bad that you lose hope. You lose a sense of self. You don't, you don't want to, you can't, not that you don't want to, you just can't motivate yourself to even get up, to move out of your bed, to get into your car, to go to your job. It's, it's, it's your, that's, that's how powerful this thing is. It literally takes your life away. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was thinking of the scripture, you know, the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. Well, so did depression. Cause it steals your joy your motivation it kills your your hope your desire your goals and it destroys your today and tomorrow and forevermore so you're basically just living yeah no you're surviving surviving i had to re- yep i had to going through the motion just going through the motion yeah nothingness and- no progress comes out of depression no growth comes out of depression no light comes out of depression. It's literally you're in darkness and you literally have to fight for your life. So, and I was thinking, I wasn't going to mention it, but my friend um, Josh had said that 
when you live your life, it's like you're walking through the woods with like wolves attacking you. Wolves are constantly attacking you. Mm-hmm. And everybody has a different wolf. And mm-hmm. like your wolf could be depression. Your wolf could mm-hmm. be addiction. Your wolf can be, you know, um, procrastination. You all, we all have these wolves on our ankles. So mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of that wolf of depression, just following you through the woods and attacking you. And now it's stuck on your leg and you're dragging yourself through the day. And then, you know, you get rid of it, but then it comes back again. Because it knows your weak point. It knows who you are. It knows what triggers you. It knows what makes you sad. It knows what disappoints you. This thing knows you. Um, This thing knows your strength and your weakness. And it's going to tap into that weakness. And it is almost like a plot to destroy you, you know? So, um, yeah, it's almost like it's out to get you. Yeah, yeah. It was, and that's what I said. I had to realize, oh, okay, I know what's happening here. I'm, I'm getting down. Like I need to get back up. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, and and that's up. when you become. When that's when you start going into your awareness of, you know, you really have to tap into what's going on with you, and know the signs of your own demise, and know that you need to make an escape route yeah. now. You have to have that mental willpower to say, I'm going to run. Yeah, instantly. I'm not going to dwell in it because the longer you dwell in things, that's how you build habits. Yeah. You know, that's when it starts to become like, okay, well, this is cool. And your, and your brain is later, telling you, it. yeah, your brain is telling you your escape route is to be depressed. Your escape route is to just lay down and not do anything. Your escape route is to just feel bad for yourself yeah. and to live in that sorrow. So you have to kind of combat that with the mental willpower to say, and not today, not tomorrow, not ever again, you know, will I be in a major depressive episode? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get myself out. Yeah. I'm going to do what I need to do. Um, so let's go into the, the prevention. So I will say I had read and I read that the prevention steps are to take steps to control stress, which shows that you can kind of combat the triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is to reach out to family and friends, make sure they are open to having discussions. They're not going to judge you and hit you with harsh criticism because you're not in a place where you can receive that. Okay. Right. Um, the next one is get treatment. So go see a specialist, see if they have a medication that can work for you. See if you can, you can talk to them and feel better and they can help you get, you know, a hold of going through those episodes those are our prevention tips and things you can apply to help yourself get out of depression and to mm-hmm. be okay. Okay. All right. So we're reaching our 30 minutes. Anything else you want to add? Um, they also, ch- um, I was reading that changing your diet, there are things you could do like f- eating fruit, vegetables, fish, and olive, um, olive oil are things that do increase um, whatever chemical to make you happy. So yes. that's important. And chocolate. exercise. Good old chocolate. Exercise yes. increases dopamine. Like I said, smiling. Yes. Sometimes when I'm feeling down, I get up and I put on my makeup and I get dressed and instant feel better. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll get depressed because I didn't retwist my hair. How crazy is that? Like you're depressed because you didn't do your own hair. And then I'll just have to do my hair. Like after I do my hair, I feel better. But I know that's a trigger for me is when I don't look yep. good, I don't feel good. So that's a trigger for me personally. And I know I have to do something. I have to attack the problem that I know I'm having and I have to make steps to do it. You know, even though yep. I'm not feeling good, I'm feeling down, you know, and that's so crazy. It's such a crazy cycle. I feel down because I'm not taking care of myself. So I don't want to take care of myself. So you feel down. 
crazy up there, y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> yeah. that, that willpower is really powerful because your brain will like psych you out and have you doing all types of foolishness. Mm-hmm. So I, I know the cycle. So this now I try to beat it. I try to be on top of it. You know, if I know my hair needs to be done every week and a half, every two weeks, all right, let me do it now. It's, mm-hmm. it's about time. Let me start doing it because if it gets crazy and out of order, I'm going to feel some type of way. Yep. And, and then, then, then you repeat the spiral. It, just, it goes on over again. Yep. Yeah. So identify your stressors and your triggers, you know, make a list, yeah. make a note, journal, write down in your calendar. Today was a good day because I went outside and played with the birds. It was wonderful. Um, they also say walking barefoot on the ground helps because it's the ground has like, I don't know, something in it. And walking barefoot helps to like recalibrate your inner body. Wow. So you do things you don't normally do. Step out your comfort zone because it gets you out of just thinking and in that anxious mental state and it brings you to your conscious mind and mm-hmm. you can, you know, ha, see things differently and you can stop thinking about what's going on with you and think about what's going on with everything else. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think that'll be all for depression. If you need help, contact a hotline. I Definitely. want you all to feel okay. Comment yep. below if you experienced an episode and how you came out of it. Comment below any great tips you have or anything that you do to help yourself feel better. And we right. love you all. You're worthy. You're valuable. You are important and you are coming out. Let's yes. do this. All right. Until next time. Thank Bye-bye. you. That's a wrap of today's episode. And once again, this is the podcast, Time for Tea, where we are teaching, empowering, and applying and giving out weekly doses of some good stuff for your spirit. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to seeing you next week. Same time, same place. Bye.